Welcome to Dr. Eric's Relentless Vitality Podcast. Our focus is on optimizing physical and mental vitality, maximizing performance, and extending lifespan. Dr. Eric is a licensed physician with a wealth of expertise in age management and preventive medicine, whose goal is enabling his patients to stay young, feel their best, and enjoy a higher quality of life. Okay. You you did mention that before, though, didn't you? Yeah. Hey, Julie, can you text I, I don't know. Hey, Julie, you used to mention We're this. supposed to do this at 8.30 this morning. Yeah, he's right here. Okay. You used to do estrogen bloggers, didn't you? What's up, Eric? Hey, Trent. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can see you. Can you see me all right? No, not yet, but it'll uh, it'll pop up. Skype's always a little funny. There you are. There we go. Hey, how you doing? So, good deal, man. Looking good. 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 Excellent. Good morning. Can you sit over there? Yeah, that's fine. Sit there. Just turn around. Yeah. Hey, bro. How you doing? Hey, Ross. Good morning. How are you? Good, man. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I uh, hope you guys are uh, up and at them today. It's not usual for me to do these in the morning, but uh, I thought, hey, why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're early risers, so okay. we enjoy it. Are you? Good. Good. Excellent. Mm-hmm. You guys have an action-packed day, or what's going on with you guys today? I got a couple of docs I'm bringing on board here in my hometown. Like I'm training one OBGYN to do a pre and postnatal program. Um, I'm trying to get people about two years out before they decide to have a baby and look at their metabolic markers. Because, like, if, you know, if you got two couples that are overweight, for instance, they'll compromise the baby's pancreas if they don't drop some pounds before they decide to have a baby. So that that's going to be my pitch. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So working yeah. work with the moms, getting their insulin sensitivity dialed in and uh, helping the uh, prefetal uh, care, et cetera. Yeah. And then what I want to do is obviously create a revenue stream for the for the doctors that we could get them two years out. And then after the mothers, mothers deliver the baby, when their physiology is really compromised, um, you know, keep them on the program, have them, you know, that's awesome. I like yeah, that. that's just one area, the, the rehab. And then obviously I'm sticking with the neurology stuff as well, the brain rehab stuff that I kind of brainstorm with you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, good, well, good. Well, I appreciate you getting on. And I'd love to actually, when we're done with the podcast, talk to you off off, uh, off recording a little bit, talk to you a little bit more about what you're doing. And I know we talked about meeting up, uh, I guess, this month, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be out there on the 26th in the morning. So I told Jay that, I'll probably see you guys out there in the morning. I'll just get a day pass and hang out for a while so I could brainstorm with you. Yeah, perfect. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, because I think we, we def- there's definitely some synergy there between what uh, the three of us are all doing. And I, every time I when I listen to you guys talk on your podcast, it, it resonated because I thought, man, that's what I'm trying to do. That's what you guys are trying to do. I think we're all on the same page, and it's all about education and pushing things forward a little bit. Yeah, I think, you know, we want to create the League of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen with 8,000 people a day turning 65. All these doctors, all these keto people, all these coaches, they're compartmentalizing themselves and they're branding themselves. And I'm like, we need to do it as a team. Yeah. You know, yeah. Jay, Jay has never been intimidated. And I, I either piss people off or intimidate them. <laughs> and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do that. I want to work as a team, right? Um, you know, I got to apologize because I started the ketogenic diet in, in 96 with endurance athletes, you know, everybody's going like, well, you, you know, people that are pushing products in the keto community, I don't sell their products and they get upset with me, you know? Right. So, right. you know, you, you know the story. So I think um, I, I actually partnered with a financial center, which you'll understand this. Um, I take care of their high net worth people 
when they run into the railroad tracks. Less stress on me, less stress on my team. Right. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, we create a personalized treatment protocol. Like, like for instance, one guy that's a multimillionaire has uh, an autoimmune disease. They're not looking at a multifactorial approach to treatment. They're just putting them on steroids. So what's it doing to his adrenal glands? What's it doing to his testosterone levels? You know what I'm saying? Yep. So no, nobody takes the time. And, and, and there's people out there that, that, that'll pay a high dollar to get better. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so there's some room for all of us to, to make revenue. And, and, and so, you know, so we don't have to be in a hamster wheel. I mean, your health, your family, my health is important. And that's what I'm thinking about the next 10 years. I don't want to paint myself into a corner. You know, right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You want to have as many options as possible and keep expanding. Huh. So tell me uh, just uh, we'll back up a little bit just for the for the people that are going to be listening, etc. If you uh, give me a little tell me a little bit of uh, everybody who's listening a little bit about yourself, your background. You don't have to you can go into as little or as much detail as you want. I'll do a little intro here uh, later. I'll record that later. But um, uh, tell me about yourself and your program down there. OK, right now. Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Just for the, the... You want me to run through it? Well, I mean, here's the 60,000-foot view. I've always been fascinated with the physiology since I was a kid. You know, I worked I worked in the emergency room, you know, when, when I first started high school, and I was amazed at the kinetic environment that, that was in the emergency room. From there, um, they put me on the streets as one of the first paramedics. I did that for, like, 10 years, and then they attached me to a SWAT team. I had to go to the police academy. So I had a really good picture of physical, mental, and emotional stress, how it compromised the body. Well, when I started dealing with PTSD and, 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 and seeing all that trauma, I moved over to a triathlete community, okay? And I, I started, I quit all that, went back to graduate school, um, went to the triathlete community, started racing around the country in the 80s. And I, obviously, because I immersed myself in two different fields, I started seeing cardiac arrhythmias and heart attacks and triathletes when they're, I'm thinking like, why, these guys are supposed to be fit as hell. So um, I traveled to the best cardiovascular research labs in 96. I went to Athrotech, was one of the first companies that came, came up with the lipid subfractionalization. And I really drilled down on lipid subfractions, lipoprotein A, what is really causing heart attacks. And I started the Institute of Nutritional Medicine and Cardiovascular Research. And um, once I finished grad school, I started focusing on functional medicine um, went and met with Metamatrix in the Great Smokies Diagnostic Lab you know, when they were doing stool testing in 96. And then um, as, as things would have it, I became director of research and development for Signature Pharmacy, set up 25 anti-aging centers, probably trained 600 docs in 2004. So I really got to see blood work on a cellular level. I met the people in these anti-aging centers and watched them resonate in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. And um, so that's sort of the track I've been on. I started Scala Precision Health here in my hometown. I wrote the book American Biohacker to sort of get me out on the tip of the spear ahead of Dave Asprey and Tim Ferriss because my training goes a lot deeper and I've done a lot more, not shooting those guys down. But I think um, I'm going to brand myself in the next year and surround myself with a team with folks like yourself. I love it. I think that's great. That's why I think uh, you resonate with me as well because we share similar backgrounds. I was originally an ER doctor for for years, and kind of like you, I saw you know the back end, the people in there at their worst and bad conditions and things that could have been prevented. And that's what kind of prompted right. me to get out of that world and kind of hit it from the front end, the preventive side of things. Uh, Good built, for you. you know, so every time you, I hear you talk and hit those things, it, I, it 
I, I hear you. I feel you because that's the same thing that I'm seeing. So I think that's fantastic. Cool. What's uh, what's what's the new? Tell me about some of the protocols you're working on right now. I know you do, you're doing a lot of things with uh, traumatic brain injuries, PTSD, and then obviously a lot with cardiac care too. What, what are some of the that we're <coughs> Well, actually, actually, what I did is I started the Russ Scala YouTube channel and I, I open sourced this uh, information to people so they can look at the new cardiovascular protocols, uh, the new brain rehab protocols. And, um, you know, the venture capital guys I meet, every time I meet them, they want me to take down my YouTube channel because they want me to drip the science on people slowly to generate revenue. I think that's bullshit. We need to open source this stuff because medicine is compartmentalized, as you know. Um, we need to treat systems of the body instead of compartmentalizing stuff. You get that. And you and I can do You and I can do more for a brain injury patient, you and I right now, than a male clinic can. I, I mean, that's the world we live in. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the establishment that we're fighting against. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a built-in system and a paradigm that, that, that it's kind of a, a way of thinking and a way of uh, treating things, as you've seen, and, and I, I commend you on on doing that because you're doing a lot of things. I watched a lot of your videos and they're fantastic. Thanks, man. I, I, I just got a passion for it. I can't do it alone. And listen, let's uh, let, let let's you and I take a page out of Eric Topol's book, The Patient Will See You Now. In 400 pages, he says people are going to form communities. They're going to run their own lab work. They're going to start to heal themselves all without a physician involved. That's going on right now in real time. It is. So, so the content that you and I create is the new oil, right? Yep, absolutely. You know what I mean? So when I, when I had a, 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 a kid here in town who was 18 years old on the way to a lacrosse scholarship to Harvard, had a stroke and had locked-in syndrome, the dad, who's you know a very wealthy real estate developer, said, Russ, he's at the major stroke center right now. What can you do for him when he comes home? I go, well, I'll pull my team together. Long and short of it, once he got home from the major stroke center, I did some advanced testing Mm -hmm. um, on him. And we found out what they were putting in his feeding tube at the stroke center was so high in maladextrin, it was creating inflammation in the brain. So this is the world we live in, right? Yep. So I wrote a treatment protocol to, 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 you know, to help him prevent muscle wasting while the kid was going to rehab. Um, he wasn't like a normal locked in patient because he was an athlete and his brain mitochondrial levels were through the roof. So I believe if we help stimulate the brain derived neurotropic factor with elevating IGF one testosterone, growth hormone on the cellular level, um, we could help, help fast forward this kid's re rehabilitation. I'm not saying he's going to walk again, but with the advances that they're making in neurology right now, I sat down with the best neurologist in the country. I'm ready to take notes like Luke Skywalker, and then they tell me that I'm way out on the tip of the spear, and I'm like, oh, shit. You know, uh, I'm like, guys. You know, I, I, anyway, so the, I, they, said, they said, Rust, our practice is too conservative for this. I mean, these, these neurologists, Ira Goodman runs a major rehab, uh, research center here. I mean, they came to my office. I'm a nobody. I mean, really, they sat right. down with me. And, and really good guys. Listen, I love people like that to death because all, all I'm saying is just put me in the right direction. I'll be out on the tip of the spear. I'll take the shots in the chest to move this thing forward. Because I, I got a passion for the first guys through the door. Mm -hmm. Cops, firemen, paramedics. ER docs like yourself. At the end of the day, when our brain chemistry goes south, bro, who's there for us? Yep, yep. I mean, our family doesn't know how to handle us. They can do therapeutic listening. Your friends don't understand. They don't get it. We're running the scenarios in our head from low neurotransmitter levels. We try to med our, medicate our brain so we can sleep at night with oxys and alcohol, or we end up messing around and, and trying to find other outlets. It's, it's a train wreck. 
Yeah. You know, so so the, so that's, the, you know, that's sort of what, you know, what, what I did with the uh, with the brain rehab. And then, you know, talking to ex-football players, talking to people that are settling out now with the CTE and they've got some money. I've looked at the treatment protocol that these guys are on and, and it's a train wreck. You know, they're not. And they're not they're not doing the right stuff. I was just going to ask you that. What are, what are you seeing out in the community with some of these guys? Because you're right. It's, you're hearing a lot more about. But what are the typical things you're seeing these guys are being put on or kind of protocols that you're, you're it's, seeing? It's, 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 it's crazy, bro. They're not, you know, they're not. They're, it's uh, just get them through the day with uh, antidepressants. I was going to say yeah. SSRIs. They're probably slapping yeah, yeah, them all, I, right? I mean, yeah. These guys, like, we're, we're, we got a chance to work. We're, we're going to meet Jack Youngblood and maybe – I'm going to stay in the background and put him on the on the tip of the spear with my business center, with my business partners at Financial Centers of America. Um, I'll get behind Jack. Like I said, I don't need my name in lights or anything. I just need him to get this information in people's hands. Dr. Mark Gordon, who works with folks like that, I reached out to him because my pharmacy sponsored him. Okay. When we went to Vegas, we went to Vegas together. Oh, really? So I said research and I said, hey, let's do this. I didn't even get a call back. And that's what I'm talking about. Everybody wants to compartmentalize their brand. Right. And so I can right. make a picture and they're like, and, and, that, and that's always baffling me because I'm, I'm giving information away. Right. I, I don't care if anybody calls me, but collectively, the collective conscience of what you and I could do together, what you and I and Jay can do together it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll fast forward us as the go-to guys in the business and how we monetize that isn't going to be hard. Right? No, no, it has, it doesn't, it could be very, very, very nominal and, and, and add up over time. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Like you said, some people like to, like to work and do the team thing. Others don't. I've met Mark Gordon. It's funny you mentioned that because I've, I've seen some of his lectures and I did some of his initial training on the TBI. It's very interesting, but personality wise, you know, I was just trying to figure out how to, to work and, work with stuff but like you said that it's, it's it's a different mindset for sure <laughs> let's just say that <laughs> but uh no i got you yeah like i said i don't i i don't shoot anybody down i've always worked in teams whether it was a SWAT team a hazardous material team i do one thing really good and then i got to surround myself with brilliant people or i'm a train wreck so right. i have i've done no problems working right. in teams how many of your patients i mean i, I don't know what your are you seeing all your patients there at your center? I'm assuming they all come to see you. What's your, how many, I guess, is there like a rough breakdown in terms of athletes, non-athletes, um, you know, adults, uh, teenagers, et cetera? What, what's kind of your range or your, your average day, your average month? Well, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, m- most of what I do right now is develop content with my, you know, since content is a new oil, mm-hmm. we try to help doctors generate revenue. So we, we want to bolt on stuff to, uh, um, a physician's practice that'll help him get out of the hamster wheel. That, that's one of our revenue streams. Um, I, I get people, professional athletes, PGA golfers. Um, I meet them at Financial Centers of America. I sign a contract with them, and then I outsource to one of my physicians in town that could pull the trigger on the treatment protocol. Gotcha. So I, I don't actually have a center where I see patients every day um, we we're, you know, but I, I've got like three or four physicians that, that I outsource to mm-hmm. and I, I handle all the contracts. So my clients are my, uh, my clients signed a contract with me for two years. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. That makes sense. I was going to ask you about your team and how you actually did it. Cause I remember you telling me last time how you, uh, didn't actually have a, you weren't at the center, like you said every day, but you kind of worked with the team. So that makes sense. Okay. 
what are some of the what are some what's on your plate right now for like any current challenges that you're seeing right now in terms of not just the the care itself but kind of uh, pushing this out there getting any pushback from from other physicians on your protocols or any new scientific challenges you're facing right now no i don't i, I think i think people are going to take control of their health and and i you know when you get somebody that's educated I don't talk to anybody unless they watch, you know, one of my marketing team or, or some of the people I work with, they send them a YouTube video. So if you can't watch that for three minutes, then I'm not going to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I need to have, and I'm not being rude. I need to have dialogue with an educated person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I get people will see the YouTube channel and call me up from different parts of the United States. And they're like, doesn't anybody work for you, dude? I just watched your video and you picked the phone up. But that's what I do. Yeah. You know, I picked the phone up and I start answering questions. So. No, no, I think I, I'm, I'm not worried about that because people are getting frustrated, not getting answers from their from their physician. Yeah. Right. They're yep. tired of taking five different medications. I mean, talk to one of the things that resonates with me is I, I um, taking people into nursing homes when I was a kid as a paramedic and then working in anti-aging centers. That's always in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. So how, how, how do we prevent sarcopenia muscle wasting? Yeah. Uh, how, how, how do we stop cognitive decline? It's not going to come from a pill. Or one treatment protocol. It's got to be multifactorial. You know that. Yep. So yep. yeah. So what? Uh, in, in, in terms of the cardiac aspect, um, you guys are doing a lot of it. What type of uh, any other protocols you guys are working on right now? Obviously, I know you guys do a lot of things with uh, advanced testing for you know obviously the lipoprotein fraction, subfractionation, and cardiac imaging, calcium scores, and things like that. What's what's how do what's your current uh, protocols there that you guys are working on? Well, I think that, you know, we got to understand that physical, mental, and emotional stress, you know, compromise the physiology, elevated, the elevated cortisol and testosterone, there's your damaged endothelial line, oxidative stress, obviously low testosterone, low nitrous oxide. What does cause heart attacks? Well, you know, the, the heart has about 40,000 neurons in it. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, some, of the war, some of the war veterans, you know, the, a war veteran that operates a drone and kills a bunch of people. He can walk away from that and go have a Coke and a smile. You have a guy that close proximity killing that he's in somebody's face and he remembers the guy's face that they're never right after that. Very different. Yeah. Yep. Whether you're a police officer, a war veteran, you can't, you know, you compromise your HPA axis for a lifetime. So we, you know, with the, with the gut brain being the second brain, we know there's 40,000 neurons in the heart, the gut brain and heart connection. You know, it's not all about saturated fat, as you know. Yep. Um, cardiologists are just, you know, they're using one model T Ford coming off the assembly line and treating everybody the same way. Yeah. You know, and then I, you got people that are just confused. I had a guy out of Tampa that has a calcium score. Um, he had a calcium score in the thousands, and he was a professional, just an ex-professional hockey player. So he flew in, flew in to see me. As he's flying in to see me, his cardiologist calls me up and starts to – Read me. Doesn't know me. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just saying that, that because you know I'm out there and I may be taking away his his hedge fund client who's <laughs> right. this guy was multi millionaire. I could give a shit how much money somebody makes. Right. But right. This, this guy, you know, he wasn't getting answers. And and the cardiologist, I'm on the phone with him, and I, and I, he's he's going, you know, this guy's very important to me. I don't know what you're doing, what kind of science you're using. And I, 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 I. So I said, okay, you're done. I go, you ready? And, and, and I walk him through endothelial dysfunction, what I've done, what I've researched, what he's not doing. And I didn't, I didn't get emotional. 
And he says, oh, okay. Oh, okay. You, you, you know, I do know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I, I think because this guy got his heart rate up to 180, I think, you know how coronary arteries bifur bifurcate? Yep. Okay, so sheer stress, yep. turbulence, yeah, the at lambda you know, flow, yep, all that. Yep. Exactly, exactly. So I think that's you know I think that was part of it. And then he had he had low testosterone, and this guy was like he told me you know when you get a backstory on somebody, he's a multimillionaire hedge fund guy. He was getting ready to do this deal. He walked six hours back and forth in his office and covered like thirteen miles. Yeah, yeah. All right, back so, forth, back okay, forth. so so you could. <laughs> Can understand is this guy sleeping at night? Right. No. <laughs> no. Is this guy drinking and maintaining serotonin levels? Hell yes. So again, how do we protect his heart? So that's and, and and I get a lot of doctors that when I have a really like if I got a celebrity or a really high net worth client, they they call me up because a client has made the decision to go around them and they get upset and. If you're on the tip of the spear, which I know you're going to be, you're going to run into that. And, and I know you'll handle it well. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's funny, you know, and it's, you know, just talking to docs and, you know, talking to Jay. I remember in uh, the last, uh, you know, uh, presentation I was at, another conference that is, you know, talking about cardiac care. And it's, it's good to hear. It's good and bad because, you know, I'm glad to, you know, hear they're finally abating a little bit on the whole uh, saturated fat. We're talking about cholesterol and statins and the the uh, the economic, economics and big pharma, et cetera. But it's it's slowly moving in the right direction. It's still a little bit of an uphill battle, but um, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, we are. Slowly but surely. But, uh, yeah, you had some good I, – I watched some of your talks about uh, cholesterol, and that's what, you know – I think that's one of the biggest battles we're facing. Like you said, you know, so many people are just treating it the traditional way and not delving into the, the deep science. So it's not just about cholesterol. It's the, the subfractionation, the oxidation, the inflammation, the hormones, all these other things that we're talking about. And you, you address that well in your videos. And we've talked about that before. I talk about that with my patients too. And it's, it's a new language, but um, I think people are starting to get educated about it. It's important. That's why I say content is the new oil. Yep. You know, how do we, you know, we know, you know, like what, for instance, kids with hyperhomocysteinemia that are, that that are that are babies that have an inborn born error in metabolism. They have high homocysteine levels. They need bypasses by the time they're teens. So we know homocysteine plays a role in damaging the endothelial lining. Now I'm not saying that's it, but if you look at, if you look back at the history on how fat got to be the cause of heart disease, you'll see the history has been flawed with mm -hmm. Ansel Keys yep. that did the Seven Nations study. So, so what can we glean from that? Listen, at this time in my life, I'm not trying to save the world. All right. Forget about it. There's a tsunami of bad information coming out every day. How do we, how do you and I and Jay moving forward, become the go-to guys for a select group of people, take care of our families and our own health and monetize that? That's it. Yeah. I mean, how do we do it? Yeah. You know, and that, that, that's some of the things that, you know, that, you know, that we could talk about. I know that my high level clients that right now, um, what I get a month, I could tie you into the revenue stream very easily, mm -hmm. you know? So just, just from your interaction with people. Right. And, um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, telemedicine is going to be a hot topic. Um, I have one guy that I trained to be a consultant and, um, he's called a bacon man. Did you ever hear of this guy? No. Huh? Okay. Okay. You're going to love this story. About a year ago, this guy's in Canada, and um, he loses a bunch of weight by eating bacon, okay? 
So, and, and, and again, fat's good. You know, hold the cold ketogenic diet thing. So um, I'm helping him understand essential fatty acid metabolism, staying in the background, educating this guy. Now he's got about 20,000 followers on Facebook and um, answering questions. And he's got about 500 of them paying him a monthly fee. <laughs> wow. So now, the... now he's in front of the computer 16 hours a day sometimes. But my point is, here's a guy that monetized himself and taking care of him and his family. And he's not a doctor. He's right. not, you know, a nutritionist that still says we need 150 grams of carbs a day. He's making a difference with 20,000 people, one guy. Yeah, one person, just like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, this is why I think the coaching is going to be real important. Yeah, that's awesome. The bacon guy. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to have to look that up yeah. now. <laughs> it's called the bacon experiment. I, I, I just love that. I just love when I see people helping other people like you and I want to do, and then they make a living doing it. It's a wonderful thing. Well, yeah, it makes it a lot more fun, much less stressful, and um, more rewarding. And much more effective, you know, you shouldn't have to, uh, it shouldn't be work, right? It should be fun. That's the whole point. <laughs> I think that's why we're exactly. doing it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been working on too. Um, okay. Any uh, any cutting, any new things you work with your athletes in terms of uh, recovery methods? Any any new, new, new things you've been dealing with? Uh, breaking old habits, uh, starting some new habits in terms of uh, recovery? Well, we've got, uh, you know, Florida and California is, is famous for an endurance community. I've got a huge endurance community of triathletes here in town. So I raced for about 20 years as a triathlete, half Ironmans, and did all that stuff and damaged my body. Right. So I was like Forrest Gump, and I quit. Everybody's going like, why'd you quit? Yeah. And I actually had a guy come up to me the other day. He hit me on the arm. He goes, Ross, I can't believe you quit riding, man. This guy, he goes, I've had two, two, two hip replacements, and I'm still going at it. I'm thinking, well, you know, there you go. That's why. <laughs> anyway. I think I think the endurance community. I think the you know I had one of my uh, performance programs air on NBC News about seven years ago when I was inside an imaging center. I was using the IDEX machine to track hormonal levels, ejection fraction. I really think, and and we don't need to figure this out right now, but I, the combination of ejection fraction, the new research on the HPA axis, and whether it's an MMA fighter or a marathon runner, we could customize a protocol for them. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's not being done. You know, and all, all the Dalai Lamas and the gurus out there, you know, because there's one, um, you know, there's a lot of people that are taking care of athletes. And, and, and you and I, I just want you to understand this. If we get a professional athlete, he also, they also have a team that says, stay away from those guys. Yeah. They want to maintain their, they're like I, I developed a PGA program. There's a guy named Tony Clark that developed a plane swing. He's a, a, a PGA coach. He's in uh, the plane swing devices in 72 countries. I shot the PGA program, and this is where we could really bake on some ideas. So he introduces me to the best PGA coach, uh, Kevin Craig's in, in in the UK. Okay, Kevin and I went out to shoot a video with them at this golf course. I met Kevin Craig's great guy. He's taking care of one of the leading women in the PGA, the top leading woman. Right now, she has issues. Okay, and I could help. Did it happen? No. <laughs> don't, want, don't want me nowhere near. <laughs> I just say it, and and then I'm like, and and that always baffles me because I'm one degree of separation, the coach to the athlete, and I could definitely help with sleep. You know the deal. Yeah. So can you. I don't right. have anything special. 
I look at multiple systems to keep this golfer in the game. Right. So I was the first guy to look at golf like an endurance sport. These guys walk 50 miles in, in a tournament. I sat down and interviewed, you know, I went to the recovery trailer at the Disney Open. I sat with Dr. Tom LaFountain and I listened to all the pros, right? And I, I said, golf is an endurance sport. And Tom LaFountain told me if I could help him focus on the back nine, then we have something. So the golf video I shot, I shot, I talked about snipers that I work with, airline pilots and surgeons, high amount of activity, downregulate, high amount, and the golfer hits a ball, walks and you know, what's his blood sugar on, on the, you know, on the third day after working, you know, right. walking 40 miles. Anyway, the story is I was supposed to get into the golf channel. Anybody I meet in the PGA right now, just like, you know, I, I don't want to introduce you to my pros. I'm like, and, but, and that's where we live. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying yeah. the same thing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I did it with track stars and, you know, I mean, it's it, 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 and I understand they're very protective over their athlete, and I understand I've got to get over hurdles um, that their entourage is pushing on them because they all have an entourage. Yep. They all, but sometimes the entourage don't have the best information. So yep. I come in, and that's where I say either piss people off or they're happy to see me. I never know where it's going to go. You yep. know? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I hear the same thing from other people, and you probably heard um, like Neil Rosier talk at you know when to, at his conferences about when he. You know, same thing with paradigms with like hormone therapy, right? You know, people get that first that first idea in their head, and it's just so hard to get it out. If you have a new concept or a novel concept, it's just ingrained. It's hard to break that sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's just yeah. I, I and I'm learning. I'm always learning different ways to transfer learning to behavior. Every time I'm in a room, I meet somebody. I go, do I tell my SWAT story? Do my do I tell my endurance story? Do I tell my depression story? Do I tell my erectile dysfunction story? I, you know, I got to keep changing hats yeah, yeah. On, on depending on who I meet. That's why I partnered with a financial center um, because they, they, they do the vetting for me. When I sit down with somebody, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're ready to pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. I met with a cardiology group that doesn't want to be bought out by uh, Florida Hospital. Five guys, 10,000 patients. I sat down with them. I wanted to structure a deal and develop a con develop a program. Either put one of my employees on site to do the ketogenic diet and and to do the advanced testing and personalize the cardiovascular treatment protocol. But all five of the doctors couldn't get their head around the fat. <laughs> oh, really? They couldn't. They couldn't do it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they love the idea, love the money, and they're like, I mean, they are so ingrained. And you understand this? We're going to run into this. Yeah, right. they are so. Yeah, they're so ingrained, dude. Yeah. Statins. Everybody should be on a statin. Yeah. including kids. Oh, yeah. 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 You look at the fact that, you know, you know, you deal with that with hormones, right? I mean, I know I do. It's, you know, uh, you look at the numbers, you know, uh, statins, you know, increase your chance of colon cancer, you know, estrogen decreases it, but what's everybody on, you know, they're on a statin, you know, they're not, on exactly. they're not on hormones, you know, but it's just, you know, and, and then we get into other things too, marketing and big pharma. And, but a lot of it's, a lot of it's up here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so, so you, we, you, you know, we could brainstorm on a lot of areas and I think, you know, if we if we partner and develop one center or we license some of our content, um, you know, Netflix is spending eight billion on new content. Mm -hmm. One, you know, I think you you Jay and I could come up with something better than bigger, stronger, faster. Just saying. 
I think so too. You know, and that's why I was glad to talk to you because you know I know Jay's, you know, Jay's trying to grow his thing. Like you said, where everybody's trying to do their thing, and I have my own site and my brand, and I'm trying to grow, and you're doing. But like you said, it makes more sense to like as as we started talking about just to gel that all together, make a bigger impact, and and just be even smarter about it, um, and, and leverage that, leverage each other, and leverage all that time, and and get that content out there even better. You know. Yeah, I, and I, I like and I, I like what you said. Leverage all three of us. That's yeah. what you know. That, that's why I want to head out there and catch up with you guys on the twenty sixth. Grab some coffee. See what we could see. What we could break yeah. break open. Absolutely. No, I think it's a, like you said, strength in numbers, and um, you know, we can all we can all make an impact. But working together as a team and and growing that, we can make an even bigger impact. I that's what that got me up even the earliest morning to talk to you about. I was so excited about talking to you about that. So I think it's, that we could do some cool stuff for sure. No. And I like I like the fact that, listen, dude, this has always been my passion. You're enthusiastic. You know how many doctors I met that are burned out? Oh, probably. I mean, I've, tons. Got, doctors, I've got doctors that I work with one-on-one now. It's like, you know, they're dead men walking. I, I, I got one guy that works for a major hospital. He's a, he's a neuroradiologist. And he has to read so many uh, MRIs to get his bonus. I mean, it, and when he st- started telling me he's a he's a Duke graduate, they're they're treating him like a worker in in Vietnam. Right, right. Like how many? And yeah. Sick. <laughs> I'm just like, and I'm looking at this guy. You know, he looks at me. He goes, "You're a really bright guy, Russ." I'm like, I, I go, I don't need any pats on the back. <laughs> I said, I just want to get you out of the railroad. Like he couldn't understand my knowledge level. And I'm not bragging. I just said, listen, you're not going to be around for your family. Yeah. And I'm going to help you get out of this. This is why, you know, he was wondering why it was so expensive. I'm yeah. like, what do you get an hour, homie? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to get you out of the railroad tracks. You think your buddies from Duke are going to help you? Yeah. They're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not being disrespectful. I just need to cut to the chase. Yep. So my heart went out to this guy. He's got three kids. You know, he's, he's working, you know, 60 hours a week. You know, he's trying to get the job done. Then what does he do when he's off work? Yeah. It, you know, it's sitting on the couch, yeah. drinking a beer or a glass of wine. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, what kind of quality of life is that? It's, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. And I'm not judging anybody. I just, you can imagine the hurdles I got to get over. If I was with a team of guys, like you're a physician, <clears throat> you talk to somebody and get them on the horn with me, you already qualified them. I don't have to go through a fucking interview every time I talk to somebody. Right. right. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 You shouldn't you know, have to. I'm over that. Yep. So by, even with Jay, Jay, ever since I met Jay, he has welcomed my research, me and open. He's never been intimidated. Yeah. I mean, the guy is truly trying to make a difference. Yep. You know what I mean? And, uh, and hats off to him for that. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. No, I love, I love the, I love that. I love that about him. I love that about you. And, that's what we're all trying to do is trying to get that, like you said, get that education out there, talk to people, talk to patients, get more and more people. And I love your uh, your quote, you know, that we're all the CEOs of our own health. You know, I try, exactly. you know, I say in a different way to my patients, that you're in, you know, but it's the same concept, right? You know, it's about you're in charge of it and it's breaking out of those old paradigms and, and learning to go a little, dig a little bit deeper, kind of like that seven question, you know, well, I want to do this. Well, why? Well, because of this. Well, why? You know, dig deeper and you get to the root of the problem, you know. Do you have a regular practice where you see people like every day? Is that how that works with you? Yeah. Yep. I, I, I got you. Yeah, I have my own practice. I have a uh, cosmetic surgical practice, and um, you know, I do the wellness, the hormones, the age management, etc. And then I'm I'm launching my own 
my own site, which will just be dealing with the nutrition, the wellness, the hormones, preventive care, the wellness. And that's what I've been working on um, for months now, just creating, like you said, creating content, blogs and videos and doing these podcasts, just kind of getting a lot of information out there for people to listen to and, and kind of open their eyes a little bit. Good for you, man. Good yeah. for you. I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah, trying, trying. Well, good. What uh, anything else uh, for my listeners uh, to to tell you about yourself? What uh, what do you have on your plates uh, this summer? Anything on a personal front? Any new new non medical books you're reading? Any traveling travel plans? Family plans? Yeah, I'm working. Uh, I'm working with. Um, I'm going to work with my creative team and get more uh, videos up on the YouTube channel. We're going to take a deeper dive in, into some other topics like. With me being on the SWAT team, I, sh- I did a video on the Pulse shooting in Orlando because two mm-hmm. cops have not been back to work yet because of PTSD. I want to drill down a little bit more of what happens to the brain chemistry when you're involved in a traumatic situation. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> really light topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy listening, right? I, uh, my, my book, American Biohacker, is is uh, is doing well. So I want to... good? Yeah. Yeah. I... Uh, it was interesting. I, I lost both my folks about a year and a half ago when I wrote the book. When I lost my folks, I put about 60,000 words in the phone and uh, I wanted to tell my story. But I, I, I think with the response I'm getting back from the book, I think I want to write some more content, bro. Are you really? I got a lot of stuff. I, I think, you know, I'm, my master's degree focused on transfer, transferring learning to behavior. The brain is hardwired for stories. You can't remember a phone number unless you repeat it a million times and it hits your hippocampus and you lock it into long-term potentiation. But if somebody tells you a good joke or a story, you can repeat it. Yep. So I'm yep. probably going to get into more writing. I like that. Yeah. No, you, I was going to say that earlier in the interview and I remember you, because uh, I've read that, you know, I've read a ton of books and then, you know, like you said, it's people, people like stories, be a good storyteller and you'll be make a much better impression you've done you've done a good job of that just talking today so are you thinking like yeah. another book or just other content and other formats or both yeah i've got i've got I, I, you know as you know um you know there, there's no aftercare program for head trauma yeah i took care of a brain injury patient he's still in my program seven years later his name is lewis amabile he'll tell you he had five doctors during his brain injury and then after his injury he's left left to fend on his own mm. so i want to write i want to write more content that will help steer people in the right direction. I want to create videos with my creative team that will give people that aha moment in three to seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then one of the things I want to do, again, this is a cliche, but I want to partner with the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I just want to create a group of us that, you know, we're like a SWAT team. Mm -hmm. We know each other's skill set. We could go into a room and blow people's hair back. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. No, I think it can definitely happen. I love that league of extraordinary gentlemen. I like that. That's good. I think it kind have... of speaks to everybody's skill set because, I mean, I'm um, like with you and Jay and the dialogue that we've had. I have no, I have no problem get standing up with you guys and just doing what we do, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what we do. Yeah. Let let the actions speak for themselves, right? Exactly. Uh, actions and stories. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good. Well, I don't want to take up. Uh, I appreciate your time. I'll, I'll let you uh, get on with your morning. I'm going to do the same thing. So, I was, man, it was great talking. I could talk with you all day. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that's coming up soon. It's just only, what, a few weeks away, right? We'll see you uh, at the end of the month. Yeah, I'll be out there on the 26th, man. Thanks so much for this. Great talking to you. Absolutely. You too. Have a good morning. All right. All right, all right man. See you, Russ. Bye-bye.